If you're looking to kickstart your real estate investing business and create consistent, reliable, passive income, if you would like to have an endless flood of motivated seller leads who will sell with no money down, you came to the right place. I'm Joe Crump. Welcome to Automated Real Estate Investing, a podcast that will help you achieve your dream lifestyle through systemization, automation, and outsourcing, and do it all with no money down or credit required. In this episode of the Automated Real Estate Investing Podcast, I'll show you several key factors to keep in mind when managing your business taxes and other tips to help you keep all your profits and assets protected. We'll talk about the different approaches to taxes for real estate investing businesses and how to work with different strategies to reduce your taxable income while keeping yourself shielded from potential lawsuits or tax audits. It's important to be careful and set up your taxes properly from the beginning. So stay with me and I'll share with you how I've been protecting my real estate business assets and keeping my taxes as low as possible by setting up my business the right way. Hey, it's Joe Prump. Uh, the question here is, Joe, how do I set up my taxes for my real estate investing business? I'm not a CPA, so I can't give that kind of um, advice, um, but I can tell you what I do and how I've set up my own business and structured my own business. Uh, one of the things is you want to look at both taxes and asset protection. Those are the two things that you have to keep in mind uh, when you're trying to structure your, your business. Um, your asset protection is really important because if you get sued, uh, somebody hurts themselves on one of your properties and the liability insurance that you have on that property doesn't cover it. Uh, you know, and I've never had that situation happen. I've never had anybody sue me because of getting hurt on my properties, um, you know, knock on wood. But um, uh, hopefully that'll never happen. But I always have sort of the fear in the back of my mind that if that did happen, maybe the insurance company would find a way to weasel out of uh, making a payment. Uh, so if they did that, uh, there's the potential that they could take that asset from me. Uh, and if they take that asset, they could take any asset that's in that particular LLC, that, that LLC that owns that property. So you have to make sure that your properties are divided up amongst different LLCs. So I have multiple LLCs <clears throat> and you don't want to put more than uh, the amount that you're willing to lose in a particular LLC. So divide up your assets in a way so that you don't have all your eggs in one basket. Uh, that's just plain asset protection. Now, as far as taxes go, does it make sense to have an LLC when you're flipping properties using the FRET method or just going in and doing uh, doing deals and making money and in and out of the deals? Uh, does that make sense? Uh, and it may not at the beginning. If you're just getting started, my CPA told me that it probably doesn't help you with your taxes until you're making about $75,000 a year. It doesn't take that long to get to that point, uh, but as soon as you make about $75,000 a year, then you can actually save money on your taxes by having an LLC uh, for your properties. So um, you might not want to worry about setting up an LLC at the beginning and instead uh, on your 1040s, uh, your personal returns, there's a, a Schedule C and you can fill out a Schedule C and if you're using TurboTax or you got a CPA, uh, they can do that work for you and you can put all your expenses for your business uh, on your uh, Schedule C and deduct that from your income, which will reduce your taxable income. Uh, but the big problem with 
um, uh, with a Schedule C is that you're going to get, you're more likely to get audited. So they're going to, they, they, they typically go after small businesses, uh, self-employed people like that more often than they go after LLCs. Uh, the percentage is, is very small with LLCs. I've never been uh, audited. Uh, none of my LLCs have ever been audited. Whereas um, when I was working as a Schedule C, I was audited twice. That was many years ago. I was also in the film industry at the time, uh, so they were targeting the film industry. But I expect uh, that it, I, I also know quite a few investors. It's a good business for the IRS to, to target. It's a lot easier for them to go after these small mom and pop uh, houses like us than it does than it makes to go after. It makes sense to go after you know Jeff Bezos, you know, or Bill Gates. Uh, they're not going to go after those guys uh, because th they're so well protected <clears throat> and they have a lot more, uh, even though there's a lot more they could get from them, uh, it's e we're, we're the easy pickings. So they're going to come after us instead and they're going to come after the Schedule C first, then they're going to come after uh, the LLC uh, small businessman. Uh, so, but so far I haven't been audited, knock on wood, that that continues. Uh, it's no fun when it happens, but I was audited twice. Uh, with a Schedule C. It wasn't the end of the world. I did get a CPA to represent me, cost me some money to do that, but he also uh, saved me. Um, well, he was able to to, to go into the, uh, the audit and practically wipe out what they were asking for because I was trying to do it right. <laughs> and uh, we ended up uh, being able to argue that uh, the deductions that I took were legitimate. So you want to try to make sure you understand a little bit about uh, taxes and what's deductible and what's not deductible uh, so that you don't get yourself into trouble. You also want to be very careful about not intermingling your funds. So if you've got three LLCs, don't uh, use the money from this LLC to cover this, uh, uh, this, these costs. Make sure you keep those things separate. You can have one LLC loan money to the other one, but make sure you book it properly and then send that money over and then spend the money out of that other LLC. So you can set your business up that way. Uh, the biggest thing about taxes that I would suggest is that you set up a self-directed uh, Roth IRA. Uh, Roth IRA is an amazing structure. Uh, you can't pull your money out of it until you're 59 and a half. Uh, so uh, if you're, you know, if you're really young, it's going to be a while before you can pull that money out. But uh, that means you'd have to have part of it. And, and what I did. I'm now, you know, I've now passed that age. I'm now uh, 60 years old, but uh, um, so I'm able to pull that money out if I want to. But uh, um, what I did in, for years was we'd have outside investments, outside the Roth and inside the Roth. So we'd have investments both ways, one that I can pull money against right now, and, and the other is money that I can't touch. Uh, and that saved that money for my retirement and helped me build that portfolio. And the beauty of the Roth is uh, it's an after-tax IRA, which means that you have to pay taxes on any money that you put into the Roth before you put it in. So if I made $10,000 I could, uh, and, and I was in a 40% tax bracket, I'd pay my $4,000 in taxes, and I'd invest the $6,000 that was left into the Roth. Now I can take that money that's in the Roth and I can invest it in real estate. So let's say I buy a property uh, subject to and I put $1,000 uh, into that property uh, to fix it up or put new carpet in it. Uh, and uh, I start and I keep that property. Uh, that property then can grow. And then maybe within a 10 year period, 
uh, it's doubled in value. Now, instead of $100,000, it's worth $200,000. I've made $100,000 on that $1,000 investment that I put into my Roth. So even though I paid taxes on that money before I put into it, I've made, I made $100,000 in profit on that particular property. And I can do that 10 times if I had, or six times if I had $6,000 that I put into that Roth. And then of course, all the money that keeps coming in as cash flow on those properties, you can reinvest and buy more properties using subject to, using land contracts, you know, with um, uh, non-recourse um, verbiage on your documents uh, and be able to uh, buy those properties. So now, uh, the, that I'm able to pull the money out now that I've reached 59 and a half. I'm able to pull that money out if I choose to, haven't needed to because I built a good business outside of my Roth as well. But if I wanted to, I could pull that money out. And when I pull that money out, it's 100% tax free. I don't have to pay any income tax on it. If you had a regular IRA that was a, uh, a, a before tax IRA where you don't pay any tax on that $10,000 and you put it into the IRA uh, that's um, a regular IRA, uh, you would you could put the whole $10,000 instead of only the $6,000 uh, because it's before tax money. But when I finally retire and pull that money out, uh, then I have to pay taxes on the income that I've got. So my tax burden is going to be much, much higher, uh, especially if I'm only putting a few thousand dollars in to start, start that Roth IRA, which is all you really need. You don't need to put much money into that Roth IRA to make that happen. There's also some really interesting things that you can do with partnering with other people with your Roth, uh, where you can partner with people that have money. Uh, if you don't have much money and you want to want to bring in someone, uh, an investor, you can do that inside another uh, LLC. The other thing I like about these self-directed uh, IRAs is you can set it up through something like Pensco or Equity Trust. Uh, Pensco just changed its name. It's the one I use. I've forgotten the name that they're using right now. Um, but uh, uh, you, um, once you set that, uh, you set that up. You can then invest in an LLC uh, that is outside of the Roth. Uh, you can set up an LLC, invest in that LLC create that LLC that's 100% owned by you uh, and use that as your main LLC that then can distribute money. And you can set up a bank account and have control of your bank account because a lot of people don't like Roth IRAs because you have to go through the accommodator, the uh, Pensco or Equity Trust uh, to get your money and you have to fill out all the paperwork with them and it slows everything down. You don't need to do that if you set up an LLC and then fund the LLC through Pensco. And then all that money can, can come into that account. And then you can put it back into Pensco if you want, or you can leave it in that LLC. It uh, doesn't matter. Or you can use it to invest um, in other properties by putting it back into Pensco and then taking it and buying other LLCs. Or if you're doing it like I am, you bought one LLC uh, that's owned by Pensco. And then out of that LLC, that's the holding LLC. It doesn't own any property. It doesn't hold any property at all. What it owns is other LLCs that own properties. And those LLCs underneath it own multiple properties, depending on my, you know, my risk tolerance uh, for each of those LLCs. So that's uh, how you'd handle that. Now, if you're just flipping properties, you might also want to think about an S corporation. Uh, S corporation is for high income earners. So once you've gotten to the point where you're making, you know, uh, $7,500,000, uh, and you're doing it just with flips and you're not keeping those properties. Uh, all you're doing is assignment flips. 
then it might make sense to do a, a, a S corporation. I also have my software company uh, in a corporation like that, and I have my um, uh, my, my coaching program in a, in, a, in a corporation like that. So that's the way that I can keep everything safe and separated. So if somebody comes after one of my businesses or one of my properties, they're not going to be able to wipe me out. One of the problems I had back in 91 when I lost everything is because everything is in one place. So when I lost one thing, I lost everything. Uh, and uh, I never wanted that to happen again. And it made me uh, relatively paranoid about uh, that happening again. So I've been very careful about setting up the process this way. And if you ever want to learn how to do this, and if you're in my mentor program, I'd be happy to help you set up your business and show you the different ways that you can do it. Of course, you'll want to have um, the advice of an attorney uh, to help you go through this process. Uh, but at least I can show you how I've done it. It took me uh, the most of what I learned about how I did this didn't come from attorneys. It came from other investors who did it and had to figure it out and had to keep asking questions of their attorneys until they figured out the best way to do it. Uh, also, if you're going to be using an IRA, uh, a Roth IRA, you're going to need to have a, a CPA who understands Roth IRAs for real estate investors. There's a lot of them that understand them for, for stocks but they don't have clients that uh, have real estate. So find somebody uh, who's a CPA that uh, you trust that um, maybe owns their own property and maybe has their own Roth IRA. So that's important uh, in this process as well. Lots of ins and outs to taxes, of course, basic tax law. You wanna learn all that stuff. Uh, again, I'm not uh, a CPA, can't give that kind of legal advice, but at least you have a pretty good idea of um, you know the kind of thing that I do for my business. All right, hope that helps. Thank you for listening to the Automated Real Estate Investing Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on your favorite platform to continue learning about how to build a fully automated real estate investing business. If you have questions or topics you'd like me to cover on this show, send an email to joecrump at joecrump.com. If you would like to automate 90% of the work of running your investment business, if you would like to outsource 9% of the work and only do 1% yourself, you should check out my fully automated push-button automarketer system. It is the only software of its kind and will provide you on autopilot an endless stream of motivated seller leads who will accept zero down offers. It will also allow you to automate most of the tasks necessary to run your business and help you manage your team. All you have to do is turn it on and watch the leads come in. You can sign up for this game-changing system at pushbuttonautomarketer.com. Remember, they say it takes money to make money, but I say if you can't make money with no money, you sure can't make money with money. Learn my zero-down techniques and you'll build a massively profitable real estate investing business that'll set you free. This is Joe Crump signing off.